0: Yeah, yeah, 360, yeah, I'm like, round and round, and round we go, and where we stop, I'm like, nobody knows, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we give you what you want, we give you what you need, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we tell the real truth, you know what I mean, Welcome to another episode of 360 Degrees, part of the Urban Breakdown Network on this fine post-Thanksgiving <laughs> Sunday. So it's it's freezing cold outside, but then again, it's almost winter. It has to be expected. At least it,
1: is it like in the 30s? It,
0: it was this morning. I don't know about now, but this morning it was. Yeah, so my phone says 35 at
1: 735, but yeah, it looks like it's at 46 now.
0: Yeah, it's getting up there. It was yeah. Cause usually I go to the supermarket early and I didn't do it this morning because I gotta go pick up my meds later. And I was just like, I woke up this morning, it was freezing. But then again, my sleep cycle is destroyed. I've been up since like three o'clock in the morning. So just yuckin' around. So so it's always, I mean, this time of year it's always cold when I wake up <laughs> because I can't seem to wake up, you know, after three o'clock in the morning for some reason. But anyway, uh, Odie, how was your holiday?
1: Uh, it was nice and chill, just like I wanted it to be. Um, I, yeah, it was nice and chill. I, that was it. Mm-hmm. And then we got a little shopping done. Didn't have to get up early. We didn't pull that stuff where you have to, like, fight against people. There was still plenty of stuff left, of course. Um, I mean, yeah, we just went in person picked up a couple
0: items and that was it yeah i gotta go get a new phone because uh well uh you know i'm with sprint sprints now t-mobile so they're Mm -hmm. shutting down their 3g networks and now i gotta get a new phone which i didn't want to do now the good thing is I i talked to them yesterday is that there is a uh there's like a bunch of phones you know, a couple of older Androids, stuff like that. She was, she was, she was about to tell me about some iPhones. I'm like, don't waste your, don't waste your breath. I don't do Apple. Just tell me the Androids. And she I gave me, appreciate uh, maybe, that. She gave me like six or seven phones that basically, uh, I don't know if I have to trade in mine. I may not have to, but they're just going to give me the phone for free. So there's no contract and nothing to pay if I get those particular phones. And I was like, gotcha. And and they're not they're not bad. I mean they're a little bit older, but they're not bad. You know, like one okay. is like it's like a, a let me see here. Hold on, like a galaxy a Samsung Galaxy A seventy one, Galaxy F twenty FE. I don't know if that means anything to you. Um, uh,
1: wait, which one?
0: Uh, Galaxy A seventy
1: one. Oh okay. Yes, yeah, I have heard of that phone. I- I never had. It. I say in the Galaxy um, S series, like the S or the S. Um, sorry, not Galaxy. Samsung Galaxy, like where they have its S twenty or whatever, like that model. Those are the ones that stay. In. Right, and then and then there's some like, on the twenty one now.
0: And there's an F, is like F is in Frank, like a, a, a F twenty FE, and then there's like a Google. Oh P- no, I've never
1: heard of F. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then Google Pixel, which I've heard of before, Google Pixel Six. Yeah, my
1: mom had one of those for a while.
0: And then like a Samsung A32, stuff like that. So I, I'm I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna I'm gonna compare them all and see which one I want. You know, okay. like I have a, a Think, uh, the G, the LG uh, G7 Think, but unfortunately, LG is no longer making phones. I didn't know that. They stopped making Me phones back in, back in April because they got um they got bought out. And then they're concentrating on other things. So the last two phones that they came out, they're still going to sell them, but after that, no more phones. So now I'm just like, I didn't want to buy a phone from a company that's no longer making phones. So that's why I'm going. Yeah, go exactly. Because so
1: means you can't get support when something happens.
0: Exactly. So I'm like, well, I guess I got to go back to Samsung. And they're making some because you know usually the Galaxy is usually like higher end. I I I mean I figured if I was going to pay all that money for a phone, I may as well get one of those flip phones they have. Not the flip phones, like the old flip phones, but now they have like the folding Yeah, flip.
1: the ones that I've, I've read about creasing and stuff with those. I'm good on that.
0: Yeah, my my brother has one of those phones and I was like, I may need to steal your phone. <laughs> they, do, they do look nice, but I'm just like, yeah, maybe I'll wait for the second round of them to come out so they can solve all the problems with the first round. <laughs> Plus for how expensive they are. But that was pretty much my weekend. My weekend was pretty much calling Sprint and then just doing nothing and being proud of it.
1: <laughs>
0: so, Odie, what you got for us today?
1: So, um, real quick, I do want to have an update on Wendy Williams, because um, a post that you tagged me in earlier this week reminded me, I have, we haven't talked about Wendy Williams, really. Um, I mean, I have been watching, and um, but the short of it is, Wendy Williams says, she did catch COVID over the summer, um, which is unfortunate because I know she was going to have herself a good little time. You know, I think this is like her first summer since her divorce has been finalized. So I'm sure she wanted like a nice little hot girl summer type of thing uh-huh. um, where she could date around and be out in the streets. Uh, she did get vaccinated, but, um, she still caught COVID and, um, you kind of really ain't heard anything like her shows was starting i think originally september and then it got pushed back to october and then when it started it started with um uh some of uh, friends of the show basically filling in for her um and there's been quite a bit of updates since then and one of those updates is that the producers are looking for hosts into january they're possibly talking with sherry shepherd about permanently filling in which i think would be a weird flex um as somebody who can appreciate like i I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan of wendy's but i really do appreciate like i do watch the show pretty regularly and i appreciate what she's done like kind of for like the blog and gossip culture like she's contributed a lot um with being the bad guy and bringing us like the dirt that we like to indulge in so you know, I could appreciate who she is and how she's come from radio to have her own TV show. That's boss shit. Like, I like it. Um, but it's the Wendy Williams show. Like, I really feel like if it can't be Wendy, then just end it. I mean, it sucks to, like, end it, like, not so much on a high note. Um, but she, she's been ill for some time. And not necessarily COVID-related, but she does have Graves' disease. Um, which is related to thyroid issues. I've been diagnosed with Graves' disease in the past. My levels, like, were able to balance out, so I'm not in Graves' disease territory anymore. Um, I've also had, like, surgeries on my eyes, so that doesn't... That's not my life. Um, But rumors had been put out there that it was knocking her down, um, and which I'm sure the COVID probably didn't help. And that's, that's why, like, I don't understand why people want to risk even catching COVID, for real, for real, because like there are some people that are just like, oh, like I trust my body, it'll heal. And it's like, you don't know how it's going to heal. Like, the fuck? Like, if there's anything else going on with you, you very well may complicate that, um, even after you are done with COVID in your system, so to speak. Um, But one of the other things Wendy struggles with is lymphedema. I can also relate to that. that's, I'm sure that's related to her Graves' disease and her thyroid issues. Um, and one of the things I think with that is that she's like the rumor is that's associated with the lymphedema part of things is that she's in a wheelchair and, or she's a photograph in a wheelchair and people were saying that she's confined, that, um, and she's also suffering with memory issues. Now we've seen evidence on of that on the actual show, like where she like loses her train of thought. But I didn't. I don't think that that's necessarily memory issues. It's just. I mean, I think we all are guilty of doing that. Um, it's just that hers is captured on TV. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So I don't. I don't know. I do wish her a speedy recovery. Um. I think too for our mental health since. Um, her ex-husband is marrying the woman that he cheated on her with and had a baby with. That's probably not good for her mental health. And she's not feeling her best mentally or physically. So she probably doesn't want to be in front of a camera. Like this is where if Wendy Williams was on the radio, we could probably, she could probably get away with being on the radio. You know what I mean? Because she, she can kind of hide behind the cameras, like boy cameras. Right is be in the studio and talk your shit. But with her being on TV, she probably wants to, you know, just make sure that she has won and her poor health and everything else that's going on with her um, and her ex its not necessarily feeling like a win. You know? I think everybody wants to feel like, bitch, like, look what you lost. If they don't feel like they looked the part, then they don't want to be seen. Right. I don't know. I could be overthinking it, but um, her brother said that the stuff with her being in a wheelchair and having dementia, early signs of dementia is not cool. Uh, I mean, it's not true. Um, So we'll see. I don't know. She She posted something to her Twitter, I think, and basically said, you know, I know my health has been a hot topic. I appreciate the love and support. I look to be back in my purple chair soon. It just like a quick little update like that. So we'll, we'll see. But that was a couple of weeks ago, I think.
0: I I figured that I figured there was something to that, like the whole like early sounds of dementia thing. I'm like, because I'm like, I, I know you're I know you're a fan of Wendy Williams and I was like, if that was really happening, I would have already known about it through you. <laughs> so I was yes. like, okay. Let me, let me tag Odie on this just in case. I'm like, something
1: something doesn't seem totally right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also feel like the brother has been in positions, too, where he has had some untruths. I, f- I think he leaked bad information. I don't know if it was that brother. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I know one. there's one brother she does not fuck with, so I hope it's not that one. Because otherwise, it's like, hmm, why are you speaking up? (laughs) So, I wanted to give a quick update on Wayne Williams. Definitely wish her um, a full recovery from whatever she's going through. Um, And seeing the people who are going through things. Uh, He could either be going through something or just doing his regular, quote-unquote, Gemini thing where he's hot and cold. Uh, Not really sure. Sour Patch Kid, Sometimes he's sour, sometimes he's sweet. Um, yeah, Kanye West said that God will bring him back together with Kim Kardashian, and it will inspire millions.
0: I, I guess this way, if, he, if it doesn't happen, he could just blame God.
1: And, and basically, it wasn't meant to be. What, what kills me is like millions, my guy. Millions. Like you could have just said. <laughs> You could have just said it's going to it's going to be best for us or some just think just think to yourself. Worry about yourself. Just worry about yourself. But um the timing of this is very suspicious because we've talked about um Kim allegedly well, I don't think it's really alleged anymore. Um, but Kim dating uh Pete Davidson from SNL. And I think late last week he was photographed with a hickey on his neck, which I was like, ew. Like, how old are we? Like why wow. <laughs> I think everybody in this situation is over forty except for except for Pete. I think Pete's not quite there yet, but still old enough to know better. Ew. I think he's like
0: what well, um it has to be what in his late twenties,
1: I think. I don't wanna give him early thirties. I wanna give him thirty two, but maybe. No, I don't think he's quite there yet. Twenty eight. Okay, twenty eight. Okay, um, but ew, like he already looks like kind of sickly, you know. Um, uh, so a hickey on his neck doesn't. A hickey don't look good on anybody, but it especially does not look good on him and his pale, ashy gray skin. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of ashy, <laughs> did you see that meme with um Kevin Durant this week floating around? Which one? uh because he was ashy as fuck oh i
0: did see that dude i'll I'll put it like this sometimes i mean i've never been that ashy i've i've been ashy before especially in the winter time if i'm if i'm up on my lotion game sometimes i'll go to take off my socks and i'm just like uh but that was some basic i don't even know what it, it looks like he did that on purpose like you like that just doesn't happen naturally. Like you have to be that ashy on purpose. Like, dude, you're
1: a assuming guy. that he is not sick. Assuming that he is not sick, that is just too trifling. Yeah. That is too trifling not to put lotion on your legs like that. Like, what are you doing, sir?
0: Like, dude, you're a you're a multimillionaire. Pay someone to put lotion on you if you have to, but or pay someone to remind you just set reminders on your phone hey if you put lotion on your ashy ass legs today but jesus christ man that was just almost sickening like ugh.
1: yikes um yeah but i think i saw another meme too floating around Was talking about um self-care you know it's like really important and it's very clear he does not exercise any type of self-care here um uh, just by doing some of the basics um but I did see his response. His response was pretty funny. He basically said, I'm about to pull out my rich people card on y'all, but at least I'm rich kind of thing. Pop out. And the internet, of course, black Twitter was like, but I'm not Ashy though, <laughs> So it doesn't matter. Like, all that money, and you're still not spending money on lotion. Jesus Christ, there's homeless people <laughs> so
0: that, Ashy. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Kevin? What are you doing with your buddy? What are you spending it on? It's not on lotion. Mm, mm, mm. You know, he's going to pull the rich ah. people's card you know what I I I get sick of the rich people's card sometimes because they're just like oh well I'm rich bitch so what I do doesn't matter yeah it kind of does because it doesn't mean that you're not so rich that we can't clown you when <laughs> you do some gross shit like that like not putting lotion on for the entire uh for the last six months
1: mm, mm, mm. so I digress, but yes. More of the story is take care of CNN Uh Pete, you ain't had no business with that damn hickey. Um, but of course, the comments on social media were filled with, uh, to Kanye's reaction, uh, Kanye's comments about getting back together with Kim were filled with um, men want to do this when they see that you're happy and you've moved on. They want to disturb your new situation. They want to disturb your peace. You got to block them and move on um, kind of thing. But, I mean, in Kim's case, you can't block them and move on because this is the father of the children. So you're stuck with him for life. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's called porn. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're stuck with him. Uh, and they have three kids together, don't they? No, I think they have four.
0: Holy Christ. Yeah, she's really stuck. With
1: North is the one with the most personality that we, their oldest, and we see her. Um, Black Twitter was giving her some <laughs> some ridiculous comments, like, Kim, uh, apparently Kim and North have, like, a TikTok account. And she was, like, you know, they were up there doing, like, the various dances and stuff. Um, but people in <laughs> the comments were... <laughs> they were saying things like... Hey North, like why don't you sh- uh show us Auntie Kylie's credit card? Just bring that credit card right quick. Uh North, do you know how to write a check?
0: <laughs> that's messed up. That's funny, but that's messed
1: up. Black people play too much. Uh I for oh, and then they asked too. They were like, Well, can you tell us if an old if an old looking white man was at dinner? Like I think they were trying to ask about can, uh uh Pete Davidson being at dinner and they were like just tell us just give us a sign if he was there <laughs> but yeah um but the bottom line is you know the holidays are here I don't know if Kanye is just doing what Gemini's do sour patch kids, hot and cold sour and sweet now he's turning on the sweet Is he turned on the sweet because the holidays are coming and this is his family is he on to does he really believe that he's gonna inspire other people to get back together um even after he's publicly dated at least one other person um, i don't I don't know, but we haven't heard him say anything, so um my thing is too, like I think it's weird when you're still legally married and you move on to date other people just yes. because. They're married, like they like. I I personally wouldn't want to open myself up to that, like because you can really get back together any time, no problem. As long as that's finalized, you can get back together. Like, That's what married people do, and that's that's what we've seen Cardi and Offset do multiple times. File a divorce and get right back together. So yeah, I I wouldn't do that to my, my heart personally. Now, the reason that this story is relevant is because I want to slide into um, two people, at least one person that you probably haven't heard of. Um, A musician, and I'm using air quotes because I've never heard any of his music, uh, named A.E. for president, and interestingly enough, Kanye's ex, Amber Rose. Now, uh, since Kanye... Amber went on to marry Wiz Khalifa. She had a son named Sebastian, who he's adorable, but I don't, I would say, I guess he looks more like his mother because I don't see Wiz Khalifa in that kid at all. Like, I don't see any of his features, but he could just be one of those kids that, like, Amber just must have really strong genes because Wiz Khalifa looks like, and him look nothing alike to me. But, we see him pop up on Wiz Khalifa's timeline. Like He seems to be a good dad. They seem to be in a very good place with this, like, co-parenting thing. So, um, after her and Wiz didn't work out, um, she got together with this this guy named AE for president. And before the show, I'm glad that we did a little prep, a little homework, because um, apparently, like, he signed to Tiger's label or something. I didn't even know Tiger had a label. Uh, But, He's doing music stuff over there. And I'd never heard I'd literally never heard of this guy until he got with Amber Rose. But even then I like I said, I just I don't see anything from him. I just don't want to be Mr. Amber Rose. Uh well, several weeks ago. Actually no, it was back in August. Uh Amber made a post. She said, I'm tired of getting cheated on and being embarrassed behind the scenes. All 12 of the albums, the ones that I know of, there's probably more, can have him. Y'all very much knew he was in a relationship with a baby, and he decided to, because Amber Rose was, proceeded to have a baby named Flash, uh, which rhymes with bash, I don't know, but whatever, Sebastian, I guess, I don't know. I guess they couldn't name the baby uh, the the Flashton, or Slashton. Anyway, Y'all yeah, decided to fuck him anyway and I saw all the text of me and y'all were very well aware, but y'all don't owe me any loyalty, so it's whatever. Which I give her props for that, because at the end of the day, like nobody I need you to keep the energy for your man. Like, fuck what those women do. They're not in a relationship with you. And he's in a relationship with you, so you need to hold him all the way accountable. Um, she also said, uh I can't be the only one fighting for my family anymore. I've been so loyal and transparent but I haven't gotten the same energy in return. I'll never say the girl's names because I'm not in the business of ruining lives, which y'all know who y'all are. As for him, the lack of loyalty and the disrespect is ridiculous and I'm done. Signed, mother. Uh, she also went on to say, my rage and to mom can get the fuck out of my life too. All my kids. Not sure what happened there. We haven't really seen too many updates regarding that. Um, but earlier this week, the uh, boyfriend, AE for president, says, I want I want to sincerely apologize. So this is like after whatever we now in November, uh, three months, almost going on four months of whatever happening. He decides to apologize. He says, I want to sincerely apologize to my beautiful wife at Amber Rose. You didn't deserve what I did to you. You're an amazing person. A wonderful mother to our boys, I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused you, my son Slash, and my stepson Sebastian. All I want is my family back, and I'm willing to do anything to make things right. Please forgive me. Now, this goes back to what I was saying. I don't know if this is that winter shit where, like, maybe it could be one of a couple of things. Uh, maybe she has not publicly moved on, but has moved on, and he is now trying to disturb that, as Kanye we saw Kanye do. Um, We don't know if it's the holidays that are um, making him feel like sentimental when that old thing back. Uh, I have been, you know, like obviously we we know I lost my father earlier this year. And to keep my spirits up, I'm actively watching holiday movies. That's what does it for me personally. I think everybody should find what does it for them and do that, um, provided it's healthy. Um, But one of the, I mean, obviously with the holiday movies, like one of those themes is like, people finding love. There's always like a love story, right? I don't know if AE is like watching Hallmark movies and wanting his family back. <laughs> um or if this is like trolling on a thousand because we know Amber Rose is tied to Kanye and um after saying that he would inspire millions to of people to get back together I don't know if he's fucking with her because of that. And if he is, like I said, the show level a thousand, but it's a really asshole thing to do. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you, what do you I, I, say? What little, you know about these people?
0: Well, with Kanye, I think this dude really thinks he's Jesus. Like he can just inspire millions of people. And Jesus didn't even think he could inspire millions of people. Jesus was just being a good dude, at least according to the stories. And then of course, walking on water, fighting demons, making lunch for everybody, that stuff too. But Jesus, as far as as the stories go, wasn't a narcissist the way that, I mean, yeah, he said he was the son of God, but he was also pretty selfless as opposed to Kanye, who was just, I'm on spy millions by getting back together with my estranged wife who's dating this pasty dude. And I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Yes, she's the mother of your kids, but yes, she's Kim Kardashian. She could have her pick of men. So uh
1: she's certainly gonna be well off.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I mean, Kim herself is worth like a billion dollars. So it's not even like she needs the money. So and then as far as this whole Amber Rose thing, first of all, I don't think I mean Amber Rose is a beautiful woman, but I don't think I could date a woman with a, with a tattoo on her forehead. Like I was looking at pictures of her and I was just like, "Is that a tattoo? Is that tattoo permanent?" Because I think you might have mentioned that in the pre-show, and I'm like, yeah. I, you, I I thought you meant he had a tattoo on his face. I'm like, "Oh wait, no,
1: no, no. he has, has a tattoo." tattoo. Uh, so then go ahead and take off Amber Rose and take off um, Summer Walker. Summer Walker has made a great R and B album for this year. It's kind of like she kind of like, even though she has a, a great voice, um she kind of makes music like a little like trap and b-ish what they call trap and b and you know where there's like cursing it's not necessarily about love it's more about the toxicity the bad stuff in relationships like she made a whole album based on the the father of her child and ex um boyfriend what's that dude oh uh london on the track the producer he made a whole album about him and is now in another relationship and has managed to tattoo this man's name on her face as well. So she ain't gonna lie. She ain't gonna learn. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, it's still only 25. Says so all those tattoos on her, her face. I'm like, I'm like, what are you in a gang? Like, why do you have all those tattoos on your face? Oh well, yeah, well, that that's one less pinup girl on my uh, on my computer screen. Because I'm not putting yep. up a girl with that, you go ahead and Cross off.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. but I, I look at it like this with, with the AE or whatever the hell his name is. Um, if you want to apologize to I mean I right, I know you guys are in the public eye even though I never heard of you until today. but if you were really sincere about apologizing to your to your wife, you wouldn't do it on Twitter. Because who needs a court of public opinion when it comes to your family? I th- I mean and- I don't know
1: how I feel about that. I actually say the opposite because my thing is if you publicly embarrass me and we are like I said public figures, then I need a public apology. I need you to keep that same energy. So no, I'm not really against that. Like but like you said, like court of public opinion we don't need to know about this, but we also shouldn't have been let in in the first place. I can see
0: that. But it's it's I think it's more about his kids than it is about her. Because if it was about her, he would have cheated on it with 12 other girls, supposedly. I'm just like, that's like some that's like some R. Kelly level of <laughs> womanizing. You know, he got 12. I mean, even Tiger Woods would be like, hey, man, you need to slow down a little bit. Like, that's how bad that is. He cheated on it with 12 different women. Mm, that's what man. he
1: said that's what she
0: said i mean if he's got 12 other women you know cuffing season is really not an issue it i think it's more about you know spending time with his kids for the holidays i don't think it's about her i'm not gonna say if he gave a shit about her he wouldn't cheat because yeah life just works that way sometimes i mean yes it is possible to fall in love with someone else but what i mean if, if it was true he's really with 12 different other women it's not about love it's about lust and that that's a lusty dude who's going out yeah. if, if it's true it's so
1: crazy like, like why don't you just be I mean, single like nobody's stopping you from being a single like it's like that's what's weird to me it's like you want to stop the other person from moving on so you can come home to them like you want them to be your partner, but you don't want to be a partner to them. That's the weird thing.
0: I think, uh, you know, I, I I joked about it last week, but I think all celebrity relationships should just be open relationships and then not have to worry about stuff like this. So this way, you know, if he's dating 12 other women, but they have kids together, then they just know, okay, well, that's just the way that that's just our, our made up social contract as opposed to mm-hmm. her having to be humiliated because it's like Chris Rock said. You know, sometimes a man is only as faithful as his options, you know, and, and, and he said, he said, he said men in general, I'm saying sometimes, because that's not, I was telling my yeah, nephew why? yesterday, I, I, you know, I got to see my nephew for Thanksgiving, you know, and, uh, I was telling him like, you know, he, uh, he got himself a new girlfriend and I was trying to tell him, you know, am I didn't want to say like, don't take it too seriously. I was just saying, if things don't work out, don't let it get you down too much. Because I mean, there are some people who go through maybe you know four or five relationships before they find the one that they want to marry. And sometimes I have a couple people I know. Uh, one of my friends I knew her since junior high school. She'd been dating. She was. Uh, she married her junior high school boyfriend. They've been yeah, together. They've been together since junior outside. high. You know, they have. They have three kids. The kids have grown now. So it's, you know, it's, everything's a little bit different, you know, but I think celebrity relationships should just be open relationships to avoid, avoid this horseshit, you know, and, and, and I swear to God, I can't stop looking at Summer Walker's stupid face. She's such a beautiful young woman. Why would she want to butcher her face with she all those things?
1: That's the thing, like, ugh. but she also, you know, she's also problematic with some of the things she says. Some of her philosophies on how to raise a baby, feed a baby, take care of a baby. And even her fans, like, say she don't look like she bathes and stuff. I forget. Something she said a while ago <laughs> indicated that she was, like, on some kind of Kevin Durant shit. Like, she didn't watch properly. And so ever since then, her fans are like, yeah, she might stink, but she makes good music. But she does. <laughs> she does. she's she's what people call a problematic phase you know Definitely problematic but she's still your favorite at what she does
0: it's 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 enough to you know if you have that day where you're rushing out of the house and you forget your deodorant and then you're just self-conscious all day because it was like damn you know i know if i if i if it gets too hot you know people will be like oh my god this dude stinks you know what i mean but to just look like you stink like someone sees a picture of you and they're just like yeah Yeah. that's a problem that is a horrible problem (laughs) if you just look like you smell bad, that's not good and I don't don't know her net worth but she's an R&B singer you know she's on Interscope Records Uh, so it's not like she's on some you know some rinky dink label so I don't know
1: but she's not getting paid though she is not getting paid. This was really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like, I, I, if you look up, I forgot how much, like, hold on, let me see. Uh, let's see. Over it numbers. That, that was in the, or actually, no, still over it. Cause that was the name of the last album. Let's see. some i still over it. Album did really, really well. Um, let, me see, let, me see, let me see. They, they, they said her. Let me see if too. I can find out her pay. Yeah, I her don't pay know. Rate. Yeah,
0: I don't know how much she got paid for that album, but she
1: they... she did not get paid a oh, lot. Okay. So November fifth, her brutal contract uh, recording contract surfaces. Singer allegedly had eighty five thousand dollars advance, fifteen percent royalty rate, and gave up masters so you know she does write her stuff um yeah so this is this is what came up and it's like people were saying like damn even if i stream this like it's not gonna help her um and that's what her fans definitely had problems with They're like shit like you know how many streams i would have to do in order for her to get a little bit of money for this um and this was also said in the previous draft, they were going to give her $115,000 advance. Um, she has a royalty rate of 15% after being listed at 16 in the previous draft. What the fuck? I would be so pissed with like, my manager who, or a lawyer whoever reviewed this. This is a terrible contract.
0: Well, the problem that some of these kids have is that, and I don't know if this is her case, but from what I've read, like they'll get lawyers that end up working for the label on on the side or the the label will kind of uh cut a side deal with the lawyer
1: i remember yeah i know the label will try to push you towards a lawyer but i already know that like i'm not picking any if you point me to a lawyer i'm not going to that lawyer period
0: yeah and you figure somebody who's in the business you know even if they're just getting in there would know that like we're fans and we know that So you figure somebody. Exactly.
1: So it's like at this point in the game, like there's no reason. Like we all know better at this point. We all know better because we specifically told like we know we've seen it happen to so many other artists. So we all know better at this point. I don't understand. Like why people I mean, I guess like I can see I've been watching um, them. They're on the hiatus now until the last and final season. But the Wu-Tang mini series? Have you been watching that? Uh uh-uh. well it's it's really good. But uh basically like Rizza had done something where ODB was pissed with him because he wanted him to like own his own his music, own his masters, and um the deal was set up so that he didn't get as much cash up front, but in the long run it would benefit him. Um But where he fucked up at is like he didn't really advise ODB. He just made the decision for him because, yeah, because basically uh, they were trying to like he was trying to set up uh, the right label fit for each artist. And so Method Man was like the first to get signed out of all of them after they all made their album. So he was saying like, okay, if we sign with this label as a group, we don't want to be tied to this label as individual artists. We want to just have our be have the freedom to do our own thing, and o d b and him was fighting in the fighting in the subway because he made that decision for him, and like i said that's that's fucked up. I wouldn't want anybody making that decision for me, but at least like making sound advice is fine, you know giving sound advice is fine and, and in the nineties that was nothing new, so it's certainly not new now, like long term so it's like everybody knows it. it's where the masters are
0: at i mean i've told the story before but in the biopic ray uh you know about ray charles you know he had a
1: mm-hmm.
0: he had a very comfortable deal with atlantic records they got him out of out of uh trouble and they paid him. they were paying him very well so he had no issues with money with atlantic records but then i want to say it was cbs uh they they uh talked to us, people they were like hey you know cbs is uh offering you a deal and he was like no deal mom leaving atlantic atlantic is family and then they were like yo but they're gonna give you control of your masters and ray was just like huh (laughs) you know because if you control your masters you control your music you know that Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that dre and um suge knight fought over when he left death row was the masters you know Mm -hmm. So he end up getting, you know, it, 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 it's it's a huge deal. So if you, uh, I mean, even even the biggest pop star on the planet, Taylor Swift, had a horrible deal with her record label over her masters to the point where now, in order for her to have control of her music, she has to re-record every album.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what Ashanti's in the midst of doing. Um, and she's going to be recording her first stuff uh, so that one of the, one of the Gotti brothers, I can't remember which one, if it's Chris or um, Earth, but one of them won't be. She's, she's basically forcing her fans to make a decision.
0: Yeah. I mean, there has to be some other way. And I realize that now records don't make as much money as they used to. They're making less than half of what they did 10, 15 years ago. So now they got, they're locking artists into these 360 deals and all this other stuff, you know? I mean, streams don't really, it's not like, uh, I mean, you figure an album used to cost like $16.99 and then they would sell them to the record stores for like 12 bucks. Like I didn't know how much these things actually cost. Like we used to sell them for like $16.99. We were just getting the stuff from the warehouse. Like all the stuff would go to the warehouse and then, I used to work at a record store, by the way. They, all the stuff would go to the warehouse and then the warehouse would just ship us what we need for the store. When we got taken over by Camelot, they don't really warehouse the stuff. So all the stuff comes from directly from the record label directly to us. So we would get the invoices. So we have to put in the invoices and then you know send the invoices back to the home office after we put them in the computer. And that's why I was like, yeah, we're selling this Britney Spears CD for $16.99, but the CD, we're we're paying $12 for this CD. So you figure if you have a CD that costs $12, I'm getting my calculator here, right? Let's say you have something like, all right, $12, and then you sold, and this is over-the-counter sales, right, Uh, past past the um, point of sale. Let's say you sold 4 million copies, right? That record mm-hmm. just generated a uh, gross, $48 million at $12 a CD. And that's just the $12 is just retail. Well, I mean, not retail, what, what the record stores were paying for it. So that record just generated you 48, uh, $48 million. And the artist barely sees any of that. And that's back when CDs used to cost $12. Now you get that stuff is digital. How much does a digital album cost? I, I don't even know these days because I don't, um, you know, I haven't had iTunes in a while. I haven't had to buy a, a digital album in forever. Yeah, now that, yeah, that's not a
1: thing anymore for sure.
0: But they're definitely not, it's definitely not gonna be 16 bucks, you know? So it generates a lot less revenue. So they nickel and dime these kids with these 360 deals. And then you would figure that it's not like you can't get on YouTube and hear everybody's, I don't want to call it a sob story, everybody's stories about how their record label rooked them or how, hey, we invested money in Mm you, and you didn't make the money back. So now we're going to send you a bill for uh $300,000 Yep. $300,000 to recoup what we invested. You can't do that on Wall Street. You can't go to Wall Street and be like, hey, I put this money in these stocks and these stocks tanked.
1: You invested and it didn't work out. Go ahead yeah. write it off. You, you take a risk. You, know? you take
0: a risk on an artist. But now with these deals, they could just recoup whatever they don't make and just charge it to the artist. Mm-hmm. So go to another label, they got to pay you. Like the record... You know homer simpson said it best an episode of simpsons he was like he's about to he's about to learn the first rule of the music business never trust people in the music business <laughs> you know so i i don't know what's going i mean i think these kids should just from now on i know it's really hard and can be expensive but they should all just go independent because it's not like you really need a label to get exposure held Some of these people are becoming famous just making stuff for TikTok. And you you don't even got to pay for a TikTok account. So it's the longer path to getting famous as opposed to having a big label push you, but all your money is yours. There are some people who have said that, um, some artists I should say, that they will cut a, a, a record independently and even though they sold half of what they sold with the major labels, they still make way more money. Because now the money's not being filtered through all these people. It's their money. You know, so once they pay their people, they still get the lion's share.
1: hmm
0: You know, they don't have all these hands, all these people wetting their beaks on their money.
1: Right. So-
0: so it's much harder. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, just go independent. Like it's easy. <laughs> it's, it's horribly hard, but it's, it, is, it is. It's definitely more rewarding because yeah, yeah. all the money, all the money is yours at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. You know, so. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I. Like I said, I enjoyed the project. Good luck to, good luck to Summer. Good luck to Amber. Good luck to Kim. Exactly. <laughs> the feminist in me wants all of y'all to win. So, oh, good true. luck to all of you. True. Well, that's that's all I got.
0: Well, I, I will say this: I had Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house, and he's he's actually an excellent cook. So, I even got to take home a little, a little doggy bag. Which I immediately ate the next day because it was really good food. And, uh, you know, his daughter, uh, his youngest daughter, she's like 12. And she was talking about, you know, we were at the table and she's talking about how much capitalism sucks. And I was like, girl, you ain't got no job. How do you know capitalism sucks? And it's pretty much just echoed from, I won't even say from her parents, because I I don't really talk politics with them that much, probably from her grandparents, because we got into a conversation about that. know about the system you know they're they're elderly folks and you know they have to deal with problems with social security problems with uh not with medicare itself but with uh medications you know the fact that they still have to pay so much for medication you know the fact that they worked all their lives and don't have i'm not i'm not gonna say they have nothing to show for that's absolutely not true but with all the cuts to social security and all this other stuff it's it's a pain you know, and even if you do have a pension, the cost of everything is going up exponentially. And it's going up because someone at the top is making that money. So if you look at the polls, like don't take my word for it, check the polls, check um real clear politics, uh, Pew Research, all these different polls. When they poll younger people about capitalism, they're just like, yeah, capitalism can eat a dick. That's their basic thing about capitalism. You know, you figure millennials are now hitting like my niece is uh, my niece is a millennial. She's I I guess now, Odie, are you considered a millennial?
1: Or are you are you more
0: toward uh, because, Okay, so, yeah, my niece is yeah
1: 84. I'm considered a millennial.
0: So I don't know if you're considered to be an older millennial, not me in the outer age. I'll
1: be like one of the mm -hmm, I am an older millennial.
0: Mm -hmm. my My niece, I guess, is middle of the road. She's she turned 30 this year. So I guess she's more of like a middle of the road millennial, you know. And you know, she's married, she's got three kids, you know, she's got a house, but it's a struggle, you know. Her and her husband work, you know, they have to work to maintain the house. You know, I told I tell a story all the time, but my dad used to work three jobs to support us. And then he got into the union, he worked construction, he was an operating engineer for like 40 years. And once he got into the union, Yes, he worked six days a week at his job, but he only had to work one job. He didn't have to work three jobs anymore, you know, because the union was taking care of him. He would tell me, like, um, the minimum wage around the time when I was born was like $1.75 an hour. And the union, they were paying almost four bucks an hour, you know, which was, which back mm-hmm. in those days was, uh, which was a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but that's what they were worth. It's dangerous work. You know, working construction is not just, you know, they see construction, oh, there's a guy digging a hole. No, there's a lot more to it than that, you know. And um, but now you have Generation X, my generation, who is not going to have what our parents had at the end, at, you know, during our sunset years. And now millennials will have even less. Lord knows what's going to be left when Gen Z gets to be our age. You know so people are not really the only people who are pleased with capitalism is people who benefit from capitalism the people
1: absolutely
0: you know so uh i'd look at it like this right the problem like look what look what happened in new york right india walton she won her uh her primary right uh she primaried uh byron brown who was who was mayor of Buffalo for 16 years Buffalo is one of the poorest cities in America now when I looked up recent uh, del- yeah, maybe they maybe they moved up a bit because I was trying to find the top you know top poorest cities and the articles I find didn't go past 10 and Buffalo wasn't on the list right so in older mm-hmm. in older uh, lists Buffalo was top 10 newer lists Buffalo is not top 10 anymore and we're talking about poorest you know. So, I meant maybe they're like 12 or 13. I don't know. (laughs) But they were on that list for quite a while, you know. And Byron Brown, his suits just got more and more expensive as time went on, and the people didn't really gain anything. So, India Walton came in, and she's a self professed democratic socialist. The press is calling her a socialist. I've never, you know, and sometimes she has referred to herself as a socialist. But what's the definition of socialism? Yes. There's all different types of socialism. So this is just the basic bare bones meaning of socialism, okay? Mm -hmm. A a political and economic theory of social organization, which advocates that the means of production, distribution and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole, okay? So you figure in some place like Germany, Germany doesn't really have a minimum wage because they have very powerful unions in Germany. So basically, that union would just negotiate with the employer for the wages and benefits. So there is no set minimum wage in Germany. There might mm-hmm. be for certain jobs, but for most jobs, no, they just negotiate. Now, some people, I always hear all the time, like I had this, I had this customer, I work customer service at my job. And I had this lady, she had to be like 75. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, lady, the things you're saying is the wrongest things I've ever heard in my life like she actually thought that you're able to just fill out a whole bunch of voter registration forms and send them in and then go in and vote as those people. And she'll, and that's why we need voter ID. Here's the thing, real quick. When I first came to North Carolina and I registered to vote, right? When I registered to vote, I had to bring a bunch of stuff with me the first time I went to vote. Because they're like, well, you're a new voter, so we need to know that you are who you say you are. So I had to bring, uh, I didn't yet have a North Carolina ID. I just came from Maryland. So I had to bring like, um, oh, I think I had to bring like, uh, I didn't have a utility bill in my name at the time, because everything was still in my brother's name. I was still fighting bankruptcy. (laughs) So I didn't really have stuff in my name yet. So... um, I had to bring like pay stubs and, you know, stuff like that. Like they won't, they won't take a cell phone bill. You know, it'd have to be like a, like a a light bill or, um, a gas bill, but I had to bring in a whole bunch of stuff to prove that I was who I was. So I still had to have my picture ID from, uh, from Maryland that has my name and general information on it. And then stuff that proved that I was a resident of North Carolina, Mm the first time I went to vote. After that, I didn't have to bring anything like that again because now I'm in the system, I have to go vote. So you can, I can't just put John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt on uh, ID and then go back and then vote as John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I'm like, I know they say old people don't get old by being stupid. I think some of them just get lucky. Like how, how have you not fallen to a manhole or fallen down a well or got your head stuck in a pickle jar or something like that. Like, that is just so fucking stupid, you know? Like, why would you think that, we would, that we'd be able to do that? There was a guy who got turned in recently, Republican, during the 2020 elections because he voted and then tried to come back and vote as his son. This dude had to be like 70-something years old, tried to, to vote as his, as his 50-year-old son, and then what did he do? He put on a pair of Ray-Bans and pulled a hat over his head and tried to come back and vote. And the poll worker was just like, no, uh-uh, absolutely not, no. And turned him in. So in-person voter fraud is not easy. But a lot of people don't know the system, so they listen to the Jag-Offs on Fox News, and they're just like, yes, we need voter ID because you could cheat. Yeah, but here's the thing. When people cheat, they get caught almost immediately they don't because they don't know the system because they just listen to what they're told they don't look it up even something like communism right and even and even i have gone down this road right when because the first thing that this 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 lady said right not the first thing but one of the things that she said in our 40 minute conversation because she wouldn't get off the phone oh i'll tell you the funny part about the call real quick she was like, she was talking about New York. She was from, uh, she was from somewhere. I don't want to, you know, she was, she was from the Northeast. And she was talking about New York. And she was talking about how uh, New York is signing this bill. They're, uh, you know, something about helping illegal immigrants. And I was just like, soon as she got on that subject, I was like, ma'am, I don't know nothing about that. And she was like, well, mm-hmm. don't th- well, she's like, well, don't you think they need to do something about these illegal I was like, ma'am? I don't know nothing about that like Mm -hmm. you figured that my tone would just let her know hey shut the fuck up and just let's just stick to the matter at hand but she wasn't getting it you know but she was saying that um like you know all these young kids they just want to blow up the system because they don't understand it well they want to uh you know if they really wanna know why capitalism is the best, why don't they just go to, go to Russia or go to China? Like what they do is they use the most extreme situations. Soviet Russia was communist, yes, but they were also authoritarian. That's two different things. Or in this case, mm-hmm. two different things melded together. So communism is a political theory derived from Karl Marx advocating class war, and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs, okay? So yes, it's a vague description, but nowhere does it say anything about about things being controlled by the government. That is authoritarianism, okay? Authoritarianism is favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government at the expense of personal freedom. That's China and that's the old, I I mean, I guess it's the new Soviet Union too, but that was based. it was definitely the USSR, you know, the old Soviet Union, you know, you couldn't speak out against the government or else they shoot you. And even now, I mean, I mean, how many people that that run against Vladimir Putin, those fake elections, they can't all be so clumsy that they all fall out of windows. You know what I mean? Like how, like how many of his opponents are going to fall out of windows and be like, oh, he fell, he tripped, he was clumsy. You know, those are authoritarian governments. But, mm-hmm. but they can't really separate the two because they just won't read a fucking book. You know, it's absolute insanity. Put it like this, right? Um, capitalism is basically romanticized by people like Ronald Reagan, right? About Wall Street, you we're know, turn the bull loose and all this other horse shit. You know, and then you had all the yuppies. You know, back in the 80s, like the young urban professionals, and they, they, and people would actually build clubs and uh, special hotel suites just so these young urban professionals who had all this extra money, you know, from being in the stock market could uh, spend in, in, in gaming. I don't know about other games, other MMOs, but in World of Warcraft, they used to call it uh, 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 either a cash sink or a gold sink. Where you've bought everything, so now they're just going to give you items, like prestige items, that you could buy for a lot of gold that don't really do anything. Just so you could say, I spent uh, I spent uh, half a million gold on this. You know? So it's absolute insanity. So you figure, in a movie like The Big Short, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into it. With Michael Burry, who was a real person, he, in the movie he was played by Christian Bale. When he did the credit default swaps, which was basically, long story short, they bet, they took out, basically took out an insurance policy against the housing market. And when the housing market failed, then they made they made a lot of money, right? They made billions, tens of billions of dollars after those uh, um, after the housing market crashed. But here's the thing, me as an ordinary Joe, I can't do credit default swaps. Michael Burry was a hedge fund manager. So he had already had hundreds of millions of dollars at his his disposal to create those credit default swaps. An ordinary person can't just make a credit default swap. What am I gonna do? Walk up there with $500? And bet against the insurance and bet against the housing market, security would beat the shit out of me. So, yes, there are some people who do make good money on the stock market. I have a friend of mine. He told me that uh, over the last uh, 20 years or so, he's made uh, a few hundred thousand dollars in the stock market. But that's over a number of years. All that stuff with these people making these hot deals and next thing, yeah, that's that's rich people shit. That's TV shit. That's not normal people shit.
1: Put it like yeah, this: definitely not the average said
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I know people who deal in the stock market, and they're not millionaires. And yeah, they got a they got a few bucks of you know on them that you know, and even even enough to um, help supplement them for on a rainy day. But they're not like super rich. Because, you know, it, it'd be like, hey, um, am I playing poker at the uh, the $25 table or am I playing at the $25,000 table? You know, if I'm playing at the $25 table, I'm not going to walk away with twenty five dollars mm-hmm. But the buy-in to get into the $25,000 table is probably more right. than I can afford
1: mm-hmm. So...
0: Sarah Palin at one point, yes, that Sarah Palin, was one of the most popular governors in America. Why do you think that was, Odie? I know I'm I'm just throwing that at you in the dark, but why do you think she was that popular when she was a governor before she got picked to be uh, John McCain's running mate? I know we're going back in time here.
1: Um, right. Well, I mean, I have a couple of theories about this, but Hmm. no, I definitely think they were trying to to compete with her historic soul, like just using her womanhood. That was it. Like, she's a woman. No substance here. Because once she started talking, that's when they're like, oh, she's dumb as hell. (laughs) You know, she was very popular. They needed a woman. They needed a conservative woman that would not have anything to contribute. That's it. That's all.
0: There was a there was one of the reasons why she was so popular was downplayed a lot because it went against rich folks, right? Especially the oil barons. This is from uh, uh New York Times. This from and this is from back in like two thousand eight, right? Six months earlier in Alaska, Palin signed a bill that increased the state taxes on oil profits. The measure imposed a graduated scale, so the state's share would go up even more when oil prices rise. Palin dubbed her plan Alaska's clear and equitable share. Oil company profits are taxed at a 25% base rate, up from the previous 22.5%. And the tax rate rises 0.2% for each dollar. The price of oil exceeds $52 a barrel, right? The state's coffers are brimming, and Palin and the legislature this month are sending $1,200 checks to every Alaskan on top of the $2,000 each will receive as part of the annual slice of the state oil and gas revenue. So in other words, Sarah Palin as governor was like, if you're going to now, I don't know if this is something that was already there when she got there, and then she just expanded on it. But in Alaska, and and I need to find out if they're still doing this. Because, I mean, that was back in 2008 when she was still governor. The thing is, they were like, okay, you want to draw on our land? You got to share the profits with the people. You know what that's called? Well, I don't know if you want to consider that socialism or um, I guess it's more socialism because mm-hmm. if it was um, communism, then it would be a, a state-run oil company, you know? So... um But it's not capitalism. Because if it was capitalism, they would just take all the oil and put all the money in their pockets. And the people can just go fuck themselves. They're like, yeah, here goes your oil-covered seals and seagulls, you stupid fucks. I got to go buy another yacht. You know? But they were like, you need to want to do business. You got to share your profits with everybody else. That's pretty much socialism right there. And that, and that made her the most popular governor in America at one point. You think, FDR, mm. you think FDR was that popular because he was this raging capitalist? No, he was a democratic socialist. And they had to invent term limits to prevent him from being president for life, which he technically was because he died while he was in office. On his what? His third term? Because they just loved this guy. I mean, was he perfect? No. Uh, Japanese internment after the war comes to mind. But um, <laughs> but for the most <laughs> part, you know, I mean, Social Security was created under, under FDR, which lifted millions of seniors out of poverty. So, but I mean, people are like, they don't look this shit up. They listen to Fox News or CNN or MSNBC and then they they basically just regurgitate what they're told because it kind of sort of makes sense to them. But not realizing that with just a tiny bit of research that they would have, uh, you know, they can understand. I mean, they don't have to agree with young people, but they can understand where they're coming from. You know, sometimes the whole point is not to make somebody agree with you. It's just to make them understand why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. Speaking of feels, you know, I haven't. I'm not really that big into dramas, but I may have to, uh, you know, walk back on that because King Richard is out now. That's is that in the movies or is that no, that's streaming. That's on Netflix, right? It's
1: in the movies
0: too.
1: It's in the movies too. Um, Mm -hmm. King Richard. But I think like they'll probably do it like if you don't watch it on HBO Max. Because they did kind of something similar with, um, what was the name of that movie? Judas. Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Like, you got to catch it for a limited time on yes. HBO Max. Yes. If you don't catch it before it leaves, then, then you got to wait until it like, comes back on HBO or either catch it in the movies, I guess. Yeah, they did that with Because with- I, I didn't catch Judas and the Black Messiah until, like, months after it had come out.
0: It's so hard now to keep up with stuff. I still haven't watched The the Harder uh, They Fall. I still haven't watched that yet. because there,
1: Well, yeah, at least that's on Netflix, so that'll probably stay there. Yeah, but
0: there's so much stuff to watch, you know, and then just trying to get through it all, it's just insane, you know? I have, like, what, like six streaming services? I'm, I'm, I'm ridiculous. But uh, King Richard came out, uh, and so far... I mean, Will Smith has been in some stinkers lately, but this is not one of them. Uh, out of 203 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 90% Rotten, scores, uh, uh, rotten, uh, rotten Tomatoes score. and has a 98% audience score out of 500 plus reviews. So, and then I was watching Roland Martin and basically they were saying that um, Serena and Venus were the executive producers, but they said, mm-hmm. um, hey, we're not putting our name on this until we see the finished product, because this is our dad we're talking about here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So once they saw the finished product and they approved and they said, yes, you can you can attach our names to this as executive producers, you know? So there was a some woman, I, I'm looking at her picture here, looking at her age, she's probably just some, I don't think she's Gen X. She might be a millennial. Her name is Dr. Jessica Taylor. I don't even know if she's a real doctor. She's just someone on Twitter. And she tweeted, did they seriously make a film called King Richard about the (laughs) success of Serena and Venus Williams, but it's about their dad, Richard. And I guess they're trying to do from a feminist standpoint. And then another woman, she's a a blue checker from uh, Twitter. Her name is uh, Tashara Jones. And she replied, King Richard centers black fatherhood, a concept that the media seems to forget even exists. Yes, black women can be bosses and love their fathers enough to lift them up when everyone else tears them down. And then she had hashtag Hmm. black girl dads matter. When I was watching Roland Martin, there was a woman on there, she's an, old, she's an older lady, and she censored herself. I'm cursing, but she censored herself. She was like, you know, these white women making these comments need to just shut the fuck up, go home, and don't come out until you read some black history. I've talked about this before in an earlier show, but I'm gonna talk about it again because I think it matters there was a, uh, a study from the CDC. Now I couldn't find the, uh, the more recent version of it. So I got this version of it from a few years ago. Okay, it's a little bit long-winded, but I want you to bear with me. This talks about father's involvement with their, with their children. And this particular set is with children under the age of five, okay? Fed or eight meal, and, and I want you, before I go into this, I want you to know that we're not trying to denigrate any other races here, okay? It's just dispelling stereotypes. Okay. So bear with me here. Um, Now, this is fathers living with their children, fed or ate meals with their children daily. Black men, 78.2%, white men, 73.9%, Hispanics, 63.9%. Bathed, diapered, or dressed children daily. Black men, 70.4%, white men, 60%, Hispanics, 45%. played with children daily. Black men 82 and actually uh white men took that one with 82.7% but black men were 82.2%. Mm. And then and then Hispanics 74.1%. uh read to children daily. Black men 34.9%, uh, white men 30.2. What
1: was the, what was the stat though? Well, this one? 34.9% What's... Read to,
0: read to children daily.
1: Okay.
0: So black men with 34.9%, white men, 30.2%, Hispanics, 21.9%. Now this is the same ones, but with fathers not living with children. For um, federal eight meals with children daily, they didn't have enough data to give the, the white men a score, but Hispanics were 8.6%, black men, 12.6%. Baved, diapered, or dressed children daily. Black men, 12.7%. White men, 6.6%. Uh, Hispanics, 7.3%. Played with children daily. Black men, 16.5%. White men, 6.6%. Hispanics, 10%. And then for the last one, read the children daily. They didn't have enough data to give um, Hispanic men a score. Uh, white men... 3.2%, Black men, 7.8%. Now, this is from the, this excerpt from the New York Times. Now to the mythology of the Black male dereliction as dads. While it is true that Black parents are less likely to marry before a child is born, it is not true that Black fathers suffer a pathology of neglect. In fact, a CDC report, and the numbers I read were from the CDC, a CDC report issued in December 2013 found that black fathers were the most involved with their children daily on a number of measures of any group of any other group of fathers. And in many cases, that was among fathers who didn't live with their children as well as those that did. You know, I, I joked about a couple a few weeks, a few weeks back. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, I think it's about Lonzo Ball. And I made, a, I made a joke about Lonzo
1: mm-hmm.
0: not, being, not being very masculine because he's light-skinned. And I said, and this is true. I didn't write this part, this was true. I was like, I don't know where that stereotype came from. That like light-skinned men are not masculine but it's just something that you hear so much. It's just ingrained in your head that light-skinned men aren't manly for some reason. Absolutely not true. But it's a popular stereotype, especially with memes. You know, I see a lot of memes where they were like, well, well, you know, like Black man stand like this and light-skinned man stand like this. You know what I mean? Um, The same thing with this whole thing with Black fathers is that you see it a lot in in the movies, right? And especially, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say especially Black exploitation movies because Black exploitation movies were a double-edged sword because it did push a lot of negative stereotypes about Black people, And these were, like, a lot of, you know, either movies done by Black people. But at the same time, it got Black people on the screen where they would normally never be on screen. Like, would Richard Roundtree still be doing movies now if he didn't play Shaft back in the 70s? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's a double-edged sword. But you saw it on TV and on comedy shows, you know, about, like, Black dads not being... uh, Either Black Dad's not being there, or there's an old, a old joke,
1: right? And I'm gonna lose. There's some a running there. joke on everybody. There's a running joke on everybody hates Chris about that too.
0: Yeah, but there was an old joke where a, uh, a uh, uh, IRS agent went to a black woman's house because she had uh, she had 12 kids, and there was and they wanted to make sure that you know, and she was claiming them on her taxes, and she wanted to make sure. all these kids were legit so she gets to the house and there's indeed 12 kids right and they're all boys so he asked her hey um he just picks a kid at random what's that kid's name you know trying to trip her up oh that's leroy and what about this gun leroy what about that one leroy and then he goes wait a second are all these kids named leroy and she said yeah (laughs) so she said well if you want to call it a specific one how do you do that? She so said, well, I just call them by their last names. Mm, mm,
1: mm.
0: You know, and that's, and, and that was a joke from when I was a teenager. That wasn't even like a recent joke that I heard like a month ago. That's that back when I was in high school, people were telling jokes like that. Like 30 years ago. Yikes. So it's, it's been a long-standing stereotype and then you'll hear like right-wing douchebags like that even that numb cunt uh candace owens who will talk about how black fathers are not present see the thing about candace owens just like jimmy dore just like uh what's his name dan bongino and the rest of these fox news cocksuckers the problem is they don't fucking read
1: they don't look up there was um there was um a clip that recently resurfaced of Serena's dad during an interview. I also want to say too real quick about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo's the daddy, right? Or he's Alonzo, right? Uh Alondo.
0: Lamar is the uh
1: no Lamar, Lam- sorry. No, 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 no yeah, not, Lamar.
0: I'm thinking about Lamar Burton. Lavar with a V.
1: Lavar Ball. Okay. So you know what the what was interesting about Lavar Ball before I get to Serena and Venus Daddy? what was really interesting about that is like Charlamagne the guy like made a really valid point like a while back um when they were selling the shoes and um people were really really giving him credit the dad for for getting I mean all three of them got to the NBA like people had a knee-jerk reaction they tried to like push back and say um you know talk shit about um, his style of parenting and his style of coaching and leading his sons to greatness. And he always obviously talked about like what he would and wouldn't do for his sons mm-hmm. and what they would and wouldn't do regarding his professional advice for them. Um, but when the boys started becoming successful, like semi-successful, all of a sudden, like we started hearing things like don't listen to your father. Like, why did that advice change? Like, this was the same man that had guided them all their lives. Like, obviously, he wants the best for them. So now, all of a sudden, like, people were trying to, like, pull him away or pull his sons away from, from his guidance. But for the most part, I think they listened to him. And they all, from what I could tell, are doing pretty well. In their careers i mean they got to the they got to the league or i don't know if all of them are in nba but they're playing basketball they're doing what they love for work and that's 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 the goal isn't it like i don't understand it's like you tried to make them doubt their black father you know what i mean like that that's what was kind of like the bigger picture about that and i was like that's valid um and then there was a clip that resurfaced with um with um being uh i think i think serena was being interviewed but one of the girls was being interviewed and she was talking about um she had this like air of confidence it was very rare to see like for a kid that age and this white man was interviewing her and he said something to the fact like like do you think you're great kind of thing and she was like i know i'm great (laughs) like the fuck and she 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 and she kind of had like this like smirk with it like it was it's not it, it was not a bad thing I did not perceive it as a bad thing right. but I could see why her father was pissed because the then the white man comes back and tries to like instill this like seed of doubt in her and you Richard like jumped out and said move on move on from this question because he didn't like that shit like. As a as a coach, like, as a father, like, how dare you try to, like, talk shit to my kid and, like, make her doubt herself. You know what I mean? Like, he was trying to knock her down a peg or two. And he was not going for that. The father was not going for that. And, oof, I, like I said, I don't remember if it was Venus or Serena in this clip, but she's just looking at her nails as her dad cusses this man out and says, she said what it is. She's going to be great. Next question. Like, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> and in- i
1: love seeing like a lot of comments too from like black fathers that were like yeah this is what's up like this is how it's supposed to be and a lot of black women were saying too this is this is my dad So i don't know where <laughs> i mean i remember like a long time ago too uh that there was a movie i think with with was it diane Carroll. I know James Earl Jones was in it as well. And there's basically like a scene where she's trying to get assistance and she had to kick him out because you weren't allowed to get financial assistance if you had a man in the house. Because I guess the idea was supposedly that a man can work and contribute. So you shouldn't need financial assistance. Yeah. I don't know. But that's some bullshit. It was a ploy. It didn't work. And here we are yeah thriving and surviving yeah
0: exactly i mean i I look at it like this you know uh i mean there's not there's nothing really there's nothing really more to say about that i mean you have these these quote-unquote conservative pundits you know who are out here just trying to i mean it's the it's the cdc you know it wasn't it's not like some rinky eating think tank made this study centers for disease control made the study You know, but like I said, Candace and Tucker Cross and all those other, you know, shit drinkers, they don't, they don't read or they don't care or both. And with Candace, it's all part of the grift, you know, with Tucker, it's all part, it's all part of his hatred, you know, but for other people, they just don't read and they just take what they see at face value or they take, or they just listen to what they're told and then they just out and out
1: believe it. If it, if it matches their personal agenda.
0: Right. Or their personal perceptions. You know. Now, I, I look at it like this. I was watching uh, Young Turks earlier today. And, oh, running a bit uh, long. We're going to wrap up soon. But there was something that I saw here that, that caught my eye. Right. Uh, I think this was P Research. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to find the poll, the exact poll but less and less people want to have kids so the birth rate has gone down for uh six years in a row birth rate has gone down in america and people you know where
1: else it didn't go down though um people people are probably not wanting to have kids for a lot of a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. but i'm sure a lot of it has to do with financial reasons yes um but remember that guy who gave his workers like a minimum salary of like $70,000 or something. Yes,
0: I do remember that.
1: Um, I saw his, his follow-up story after, a year after that had happened. And um, there were so many people that had babies. That was like, I, I remember that being like the big takeaway. And I was like, well, yeah, duh. Because they can afford to have babies now.
0: Right. Put it like this, real quick. I'm going to try to trim this down a bit because you know we're running a bit late. But- this is from a few years back from 2016 actually somebody posted their doctor bill right when their wife gave birth so I'm not gonna I'm not uh, the only one thing I'm going to itemize supposed to give you the, the quick the quick rundown the hospital charged them thirteen thousand two hundred and eighty dollars to uh, to have the baby so after um, the uh, the adjustments and after the after the insurance stepped in uh. They paid 11653 so they still had to come up with 1600 bucks, right, when it was all said and done, out of pocket. And then there was something that he itemized on the bill, skin-to-skin, because skin, she, cesare- she had a C-section, and they called it, they said, skin-to-skin uh, skin after C-section, $39.35. Basically, the skin-to-skin skin means I, I, I take the baby, and then I give it to the mother, And that's $40, please. Wow. That's what we have to do. um,
1: Remember in um, Coming to America when he said um, (laughs) when he got his Prince's Luck cut off, which is basically his rat tail on the back? Right. (laughs) (laughs) The barber cuts it off, doesn't do anything else to his hair and charges him $8 or some shit. That's what that's giving me.
0: And basically, I'm laughing so hard because I thought about that when I was uh, when I saw that. That's exactly what I thought about. So, um, this is from the BBC, right? And uh, when I was watching some Young Turks, they made a point about Finland, right? And they didn't get too deep into it, so I looked it up this morning, and that's what made me want to talk about this today, right? Uh, it's from BBC. It says, "Why Finnish babies sleep in cardboard boxes." It's not what you think, okay? Um, so long story short, back in, all right, there's a tradition that dates back to the 1930s and it's designed to give all children in Finland, no matter what background they're from, an equal start in life. They give you a maternity package, a gift from the government, is available to all expectant mothers. It contains body suits, sleeping bag, outdoor gear, bathing products for the baby, as well as nappies, uh, bedding, and a small mattress. So basically, it's like uh, the box that all the stuff comes in. there's a little mattress that you put inside and it becomes like a, it becomes a little crib for the baby. Now this was originally started for low-income folks, right? And eventually they just expanded so anybody who goes there can get one. There's one stipulation to get the package you have to see a doctor because the problem that they were having in Finland and Finland was not a rich country back then. But the problem that they were having was they had a really, really high infant mortality rate. So they were, they were getting uh, 65 out of every thousand live births. Those children didn't make it. And that's really high. So uh, they came up with that program to help get, you know, lower income people to the doctor. And then they give them that package you know, when the baby's born to help out when they first, you know, when they first start out. Now, I'm not sure if Finland, I think Finland is, um, does have socialized medicine because the article didn't really mention about them having to pay for anything, but they get that welcome package. So in other words, they encourage people not just to have babies, but they encourage people to see the doctor so they can have healthy babies, right?
1: This is from,
0: now this is from infoplease.com, okay? I didn't get a chance to vet them. But uh, infant mortality rates by country, infant deaths per 1,000 live births. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot again, Odie. From let's just say that we have the, um, the lowest rates first going down the list. And out of, I didn't, they didn't number it. So let's just say it's at least uh, 150, 160 countries. Where do you think America is on that list? If you start from the lowest and go all the way down the list, where do you think America? So, would be?
1: one is, one is one, you said 130 is the highest number or the lowest number?
0: About say like 100. I didn't, they didn't number it for some reason. So, I had to actually hand count where America was. <laughs> but let's just say.
1: Okay. The, and this is where America falls on what list again?
0: The list of uh, infant mortality rates by percentage.
1: Mm.
0: Not by percentage, I'm sorry. By um, per, uh,
1: per 1,000 live births. Oh, per 1,000. <clears throat> um, hmm. Wait, so number one is the most? Number one is the least. Oh, number one is the least. Okay. So, mm. what's the lowest number here? Do you know?
0: Yes, the lowest number is uh,
1: 2.3 per 1,000. So, but 000. I'll be like, out of how many, I Excuse me. Out of how many countries?
0: And that's the thing. I didn't get a chance to count all the countries, so I'm I'm just saying, like, just let's just say 150 countries, depending on where I okay. counted and in how many columns. Let's just say out of 150 countries. And then to put it in more in more perspective, the lowest country is 2.3. The highest country g- is 180.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give. Mm, I'm gonna put it at number 80. Not quite. Okay.
0: They they were up a little bit more than that. They were actually America's 45th on the list. Okay. So and they and that puts them at oh hold on. I lost my search here. Yeah, the list is not very like some of the lists I look at, they you know you could sort them and they number it. <laughs> so hold on here. There we go. Wait a second. oh oh no I was looking at United Arab Emirates no here's here's United States so they were 45th on the list at 6.2 deaths per every thousand live okay. births.
1: Now and they, those 6.2 how many of them are black women?
0: Now that they don't say. Yeah they they didn't have a they didn't have a breakdown
1: probably four probably 6.2 so
0: but do you it. figure I'm not going to read every country but the countries who are ahead of the United States on that list, Portugal, Netherlands, Belgium, uh, Austria, Denmark, South Korea, Israel, Germany, Norway, Finland, um, France. you see seen the pattern here. All the countries with socialized medicine are just ahead of the United States in infant mortality rates because their people can go see doctors more because they don't have to worry about paying through the nose for doctors for prenatal care. Number one is Singapore actually at uh, 2.3, 2.3 deaths per 1000 live births. So we we, we suck at these sorts of things. So it's basically why would people be breaking their necks to have kids when we live in a country that cares so much about fetuses, but doesn't give two squirts of piss about about babies. So you figure, and this is not just solely a Republican problem, because the Build Back Better Bill, the Republicans are not even a factor. It's going to pass through reconciliation, which means that we don't need any Republican votes. So if there was 12 weeks of uh, paid family leave in there, and they took it out completely, and tried to re-add four weeks, and that's still going to be a struggle, who is the one who is working to take that out? Corporate Democrats. Because they're the only ones who are holding this up. Because we, because for reconciliation, we don't even need a single Republican vote, so long as all the Democrats vote. So they would all vote, and then Kamala Harris would be the tiebreaker, because it's, it's 50-50. And then when that happens, the... the um, the vice president is the tiebreaker. So basically, uh, it's us. It's, when I say us, I mean, I'm not a Democrat anymore, but you figure the people who are supposed to be the quote-unquote good guys are the ones who are standing in the way of, the, of this progress. And, then, and those are the same neoliberal scumbags who get on the Sunday shows, I don't understand why millennials aren't having kids. I know why because either they can't afford it or they know that they won't be supported and mm-hmm. other countries do support their people when they have kids now birth rates are going down all over the world that's not just an american thing we're just the only ones who are just clueless about why <laughs> <laughs> so oh man ah. Oh. Trying to end on a on a on a on a happier note, and I can't think of anything that really caught my eye as to something to end on. What about you, Odie? Did you anything anything cool happen this this week that we can end on?
1: Not that I could think of. Not that I can think (sighs) of, but I'm just going to keep watching my Christmas movies. I know that the plots are all the same, but shout out to Lifetime for um, playing the Merry Little Christmas series um, with Kelly Rowland. And although I would not enjoy being at the Mason Thanksgiving Day Parade, I enjoyed watching it from the comfort of my own home. There was not nearly enough mess that I saw out there. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure by the time I walk up the street, I
1: oh, don't know, because
0: I was at the supermarket yesterday and they didn't have anything really crisp. I mean, they had like some Christmas stuff out, but no like Christmas decorations or anything like that yet. I probably at least they're probably at least wait till December 1st to do that. But, you know, now is about the time where people get in the Christmas spirit. I see my Facebook, some of my Facebook friends, they have their uh, the pictures out you know, of them putting up Christmas trees. One of my friends, they put up four Christmas trees in their home. And I was just like, yeah, it's a bit much. It's like, it's like being a single woman and then getting that, and then getting that third cat. And you're just like, okay, you're, you're crossing into crazy cat lady territory. It only works if you're single. Like if you have like a family, like kids, and you have three cats, that's fine. Even if you have a boyfriend <laughs> and you have three cats, that's fine. If you're single and you have three cats, Like, two cats are cool because they interact with each other. Like, I wouldn't want just one cat if I was a cat person, you know? Because when I go to work all day, what's cat going to do? I always got another cat to hang out with. But three cats? Yeah, you don't really need three cats if you don't have a family. That's just my opinion. You know, that's just how I see it. Okay. But there was a – you ever see a Simpsons, the crazy cat lady?
1: Mm. I haven't watched a Simpsons episode in forever, but I do know that uh another finally found love. So shout out to him.
0: If I if I find a clip, I'll 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 post it for you. But it's she's she's one of the background characters. But it's like this crazy lady, and she has all these cats. And then when she when she gets mad at people, she just, she starts throwing cats at people
1: because <laughs> she has so many.
0: So and they, and they just call the it is they they just call her crazy cat lady.
1: So if that I find
0: it, if I find that clip, I'll post it. But uh, Odie, what are your final
1: thoughts? Uh, find joy this week. That's all I got for you. Find yeah. joy this week, and I know it's going to be rough for those that who have lost people throughout this pandemic or just in life overall. Um, yeah just just stay positive do what you can to focus on what matters and what you do have be grateful exactly and and if you're if you don't want
0: to brave the stores, you're trying to order stuff online do it now because in a couple of weeks there's no guarantee that whatever you order is going to make it to you by christmas so uh be proactive in this because you don't want to you know I don't want to say ruin someone's Christmas because Christmas is about spending time with family, but little kids don't know that. They just want their gifts. (laughs) So be proactive and get those gifts out there. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all right, right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Well,
1: We'll see you later.